0: Welcome to another episode of Talk of Tonawanda. The views and opinions expressed on this program are those of the hosts and guests only. I do not represent any other individual or organization. Carl, we're finally we're finally back. It's been it's been it's been a minute or two, hasn't it? A couple couple a uh, couple days. Yeah, we're getting toward winter, so we kind of have more free time, a getting,
1: little bit less out. Getting towards winter. Well, today it snowed up here in the lovely city of Tanawanda. It did. It yeah. did. It was a, a snow belt, they call it, but um, oh. I didn't feel the belt. I felt the cold, but you know Southtown's got it. Yeah. And you know, like that it, it's always the first one where you get the snow and it's cold below 30. And the snow starts accumulating, and it's just not that little flurry action. It snowed, and I think we've got probably 2 inches, two and a half inches in uh, my drive that was collected on the car. It's pretty light. It's always the first one. And then you always have the meeting of the folks with summer tires. Yes. And some some locations. (laughs) Uh, I witnessed a few of those uh, yesterday (laughs) as I was headed up uh, north
0: of here. Did you know, so the second there's a flake on the ground, it doesn't matter how many years they've driven, everybody forgets how to drive. Your winter driving skills. And it's, it's, absolutely. it's crazy. It's absolutely crazy. You know, uh, I, I was grateful this morning for having invested several years ago in that handy-dandy remote start. Oh, yes. Because uh, by the time I got outside, I had a little bit of sweep on the, on the rooftop yep. there, but out the driveway it went, toasty warm. Does yours uh, have the automatic shut
1: off in case you forget to actually, yes. you're going somewhere? Yeah,
0: it's a It'll five run for cu- five yeah. minutes. It's, it's a it... five-minute cycle, and if somebody jumps in, yeah. all i got to do is just touch the brake or the gas pedal or anything. it, it Shuts it off. Shuts right off. Okay. But, of course, uh, I'm halfway halfway driving downtown to work, and I was uh, getting slosh on the windshield. Ugh. So I go ahead and hit the hit the squirties. The blue squirts. And all I hear is, Burr. Perfect. Oh, perfect.
1: Something you and did not check. Yes. You know, someone sitting next to me says, "Oh, I forgot to tell you, there is ah. no washer fluid in there. <laughs> that happens. That Super. happens. So, <laughs> oh boy, if we were to take take an informal poll about how many people forgot the blue squirts or the orange amber squirts that are the better stuff. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then. Who forgot uh, winter, winter tires are probably a good idea yeah. as opposed to the bald, flat summer tires oh. that 99% of the vehicles <laughs> cruise
0: around there's, on. There's still those folks that do actually go to the full winter tires because of that, that, yeah. that all-season radial. You and I both know, an all-season radial in western New York snow is about as good as a summer tire. <laughs> it Prob- just, yeah. there's no, there's just no. The the winter tire is a softer
1: compound. It has more of those little grippy, teethy, oh, yeah. singular lines in
0: there. Big too. teeth, big yeah. teeth. Yeah. And uh, well, you know, and of course, there's there's the uh, the folks out there. And yes, I'm picking on you, uh, you giant SUV drivers, you you pickup truck generations with the well, I've got four wheel drive. Uh, Newsflash, Junior. You don't have four wheel stop. <laughs>
1: okay. No, it's still a, it's still a slide yep. and lose control, and off you go into the median. Yep. Every or accident, worse.
0: every accident I passed today, every one where somebody went off the road, every one was a full size pickup truck. They are in, everyone. They are invincible. Stop. They're
1: yes. invincible. Yes, I have a four wheel drive truck, and I also have at night the blinding <laughs> ten billion candle watt. Lights. And then you have to add a light bar on top of your vehicle. And then you need a light bar at bumper height just to make sure that the light that you are projecting, you know, directly into the oncoming motorists'
0: eyes are effective. You know, know, that's one of my big complaints too is the headlights. Now, I know back in the day when I was working at ye old auto shop, making ends meet, I always had an interesting three or four jobs at a time. There was a chart on the wall in the inspection bay. And the chart was set up for checking the height of headlights' direction. Yeah, the because you, beam. they couldn't be like above like somebody's hood. You yeah, were blinding them if it was. And now, I haven't seen one of those charts anywhere. I, I sit back, you know, I'm getting the car serviced, yeah. and I'm not going to mention any shop's names no. because I've gone to a few of them. There's a fellow here locally that does a great job, but I bet, you know, going over to this tire place for this tire or or that muffler place for that. And you see them doing the inspections. They plug in the OBD port. They key up the machine. They scrape off the sticker. They pull off one tire. They throw it back on. Done. Ta-da! Done. Done. I've seen vehicles leave as they're backing out from getting a new inspection sticker. There's no reverse lights. Oh. How do you miss that?
1: Because you don't have somebody stand behind you and look at the... Well, you know, a lot of a lot of shops, you know, this time of year have the doors closed. So if you do put, you know, the brake lights on or the turn signals, you can just look in the mirror and see the reflection on the glass. Absolutely. Door. Well,
0: you can turn the key to the yeah. on position without starting the car. Oh, very true. But on the emergency brake, I'm sorry, it's called a parking brake parking. now. It's not an emergency. There's no emergencies. Yeah. in vehicles you, anymore. You put that thing in reverse, the engine's not on. Those lights are going to go on. Yeah, because it's just a switch. And and in the brand new car, well, new cars, any everything from like 2012 on, there's no excuse because when there's a light out. It tells you on the dashboard that there's a light out. There's a yeah, it's a, there's an so idiot these, light to
1: tell you about an idiot light.
0: Yeah, you know, these 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 yeah. fellas and and ladies with the giant trucks and well, it came with driving lights and it came with fog lights and it came with country. Yeah, but do they this all have to be with, on? I they turn every <laughs> single one on and they're flying down the highway in the deep snow texting while driving and I just you know what if if I was a cop I would live in court on you know. Citing traffic violations—that would be out of my mind. Yeah, it's a—it's
1: a, it's a great—it's uh, a great little uh, side sideline for uh, some cities that they do have a lot of uh, traffic violations and traffic citations besides
0: parking. I think we should to hire some retired retired folks, hire hire seniors, and give them a have, book who have grumpy <laughs> attitudes. <laughs> Give them some training, a badge, and the authority, and let them start passing out traffic oh tickets. I would make money just, uh, just at my corner. I was laughing today. I'm I'm on the throughway, and I can see the 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 trooper in front of me. You know, about hundred yards up, far left lane, and you can't not see the state trooper. I mean, it's blue with the big yellow reflective. This yeah. state trooper and the light bars on top. Yep. The head, you know, the, the spotlights are going on. Yeah, it's they're got not the supposed marketing. to be you clandestine. Yeah. There's kind of big, brand new, full size quad cab, sparkling snow white there Ford F twelve thousand fifty goes flying by me in the middle lane on my left, and you see him with the phone in his ear and blows past the trooper. He had to be doing seventy five. In a fifty-five, huh? right by the trooper, and then you know a little bit down the road. I mean, I saw that the lights go up. He, moved, the cop, moved over, and then you see the lights go on down the road. As I'm driving by, the trooper's already up to this guy, and you reading this guy's lips. He's angry at the trooper for pulling him over, and he still has the phone stuffed in his ear. There you go. While he's screaming at the cop, I just go.
1: Yeah, we, nowadays you just can't understand. I know what well, you know. Back in the day, you actually had to aim your headlights as well. Mm-hmm. If you hit a bump, went over railroad tracks, a pothole. Not that there's uh, you know a multitude of potholes you know around Western New York. Oh
0: no, 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 no. no, no, no. they no. do a great job. They are, but uh,
1: yeah, you said those headlights used to get knocked out of alignment. And my uh, dear old friend Neil Conway. <coughs> Back in the day in Kenmore. is that how you pronounce his last name? Conway. <coughs> no, just Neil Conway. Is it? He uh he used to have he used to have this uh this older older car it was his probably uh, handed down to him from his mom I believe, and that that headlight on the right hand side was he could spot curbs with it or squirrels. Oh, I mean, that sure, was the only sure. thing that was worth. it would, yeah. it would be pointed <laughs> directly down at a thirty degree angle. And uh, he would find uh, he would find squirrels and curbs with that. It just
0: it just it, it amazes funny.
1: me that the, the and now it's just a bulb. It's not a it's not yeah. a big like a big eight inch circle light anymore. It's just a stinking bulb. That well, you have my, to remove my race
0: car in order to change that. You have to You've got to the... take the whole assembly out of the fender to change the bulb. Yeah, and the... it, it's you know instead of like I mean the old ones my Mercury Montego. My, my Two screws, two screws, a little little r- clip bracket, uh, pop it out, put yeah. one in, done. Little molex plug This thing, this thing you it. have to get special uh, Allen wrenches and all this other junk that's inside there, Terrible. and remove this whole thing and try to get it back in without breaking all the little plastic. And don't touch tabs. it.
1: Oh, remember, remember they used to tell, don't touch, don't touch the halogen bulb because it yeah. would it would explode. It would explode, on you from the oil in your hands.
0: Episode forty-five. Do you know what we're celebrating today in episode forty-five? Uh... The the ending and the beginning of something. Well, not really. Actually, no. it is National Electronic Greeting Day, so we're kind of doing that right we now. We are. Hi Hello, everybody. Hi we everybody. Yeah. See, here's we we Frank got that and I greener. are
1: Frank and I are feverishly waving to everybody out there, all our loyal listeners and new listeners alike. Uh, we should we should be getting a few more listeners. Yeah. Well, you know, we
0: should be getting a few more episodes out again. It's it's winter yeah. again. Uh, going through the emails. How many um, I, I do they number in the tens they they are in double digits
1: oh cool well, they are in double digits that's good
0: and folks, what is our email address Frank? Oh here we are it's it's the talk of Tonawanda at gmail.com um people really responded well to some of our what I'll call grittier episodes when we did the episode when we were talking about they use on the phones and in the schools and yep. the video games and so forth. families going to dinner and they're
1: not looking at each other.
0: They're yeah, looking at their phones. Yeah. Yeah. That, that had terrific response. Okay. Right? we try not to get like like really political. Um, not yet. Not not, not, not yet. Oh, not yet. we have su- we have some surprises <laughs> coming up for you folks. But um, uh, yeah, well, I the, think we're, we're gonna, the folks that have uh, talked about they they they, yeah. they like a little bit more grit and and unfortunately there's there's actually. Quite a bit to talk about today, and I'm going to lead in with the uh, the article um, that we have from the uh, the New York Post. And uh, again, I'll quote from the New York Post: Four students were arrested for allegedly assaulting school safety agents. Now, these are New York City Police Department officers assigned to the schools. So they're uh, SROs. They're cops. They're SROs. Yeah. Yeah, oh, okay. so um, apparently uh, three of them went Score in there to break up a fight in the hallway between yeah. five different students, oh, Okay. and it's caught on video, and of course the, the videos were passed around like crazy, and oh, yeah. then they began to target the police officers, and one particular officer who got himself in between one of the victims of the assault and the assailants received several blows to the back of his head from a punk student who felt it was perfectly okay to do this now this this was at the uh, Hillcrest High School in Jamaica New York okay not the other end of the state um, they don't charge them as adults 2 15 year old fellas 2 16 year old fellas uh, they receive something that's called a juvenile report so they don't get well, charged with a misdemeanor or a felony right so there's no no punishment for the no, crime no 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 not not whatsoever. Um, this this police officer, if you had punched a police officer in the back of the head five times, do you think for a moment you would not be under felony assault charges? At, at, at any age? Any age.
1: Uh, you know what? There's probably an age thing that they, they rely on to, to do all these. But I would say if I was between yeah, 15, over over 15... Yeah, I would. I would probably be uh, looking at an adult, a, a full adult charge, yeah. and uh, but well, they don't. But they don't do. Uh,
0: they're looking at the yeah. age. Look at the video. This this delinquent. And when was it? When was this? So this the folks just a couple, uh, couple days ago. Here, couple Is this days ago. Current, current events. The the the, okay. the watching the video. You look at the fellow who was punching the officer in the back of the head. He was easily six foot four. Without question. And the other the other fellows, there was one that was a little bit smaller, but the other two the same size. These are being uh, children that are being, uh, well, they're not children. They're adults with youth ages on them. They're yeah. being shown this, this mercy because, well, they're just kids. I went to a Catholic school when I was a kid. If I had come home and said that the teacher had slapped my hand I would have been punished, and then asked, "What did you do to make the teacher upset?" Right? Why? Why did you do that? Today? Yeah. Yeah. Why? What made you do that? Why did Sister Mary and Francis find it necessary to beat you so severely? Wackity, wacky, wackity, wackity. Um, and and I'm not I'm not proposing corporal punishment. That's not what I'm saying. Uh, times have changed, and we're we're getting on this this uh, the kinder gentler track. Uh, but the same school... Which doesn't... leads
1: to five
0: kids beating on SROs. Yeah. Well, this, this same school was in the same predicament, similar predicament, just four days before that. Oh. So it's, it's chronic. Well, what happened was, is they had a teacher, and they found out that the teacher had attended a pro-Israel rally about a month before. Okay. The teacher had to lock themselves inside an office... While the hallways got filled with students waving Palestinian flags and threatening physical harm against the teacher, New York PD had to go in, clear the hallways. It took over two hours, and then armed escort the teacher out of there because he, exercising his freedom of speech, freedom of expression, just, just decided like, to attend, attend a rally. Wasn't a speaker. Yeah. And we're not we're not saying. Pro-Israel, we're not saying pro-Palestine, we're just saying he practiced his legal rights. And the entire school erupted into this, this chaos. Now, this you would say, well, Frank, that's a, an isolated incident. This really doesn't happen. Um,
1: I, I see a lot of it on the news, and I see a lot of it on news that is not, you know, like our NBC, CBS, ABC, Fox News. There's other news outlets out there. Uh, some some have good good history with you know reporting the news instead of opinion and you see a lot of these you know like these Ivy League colleges yeah just off the rails and then then you then the uh, the dean of students you know delivers you know a very weak response yeah. to you know like the protests and what they're
0: doing. Oh we you know we believe in inclusion, we yeah. believe in this, we believe in that but we're, we're disappointed for this and that. But no, nobody is uh, punished for for bad behavior anymore. Nobody. No. They, they get. They, they don't even get a timeout. No, not even a timeout. It it. So
1: it affects everybody. If you're if you are not even involved in choosing a side or picking a side, your day of studies are now interrupted. Your parents or yourself have taken out. Multiple tens of thousands of dollars of loans to go to a university right. or a college, um, and here you are now caught,
0: you know, and wrapped up in all of this. this when you went, unrest when you went to college, did they have armed police or did they have campus safety? There was just campus guys, campus safety. I That's all. And polo they were shirts, yep. you know, yellow blinky light. Now, yep. cops. They told when, you, when don't you were, park here. You can't can't park here. When you were in high school and grade school, did you have armed police in the schools? We call them resource officers. Was there a need for it? No. No, we we feared our parents. Here's the statistic from September of 2023, folks, from the American Psychology Association. Percentage of teachers assaulted in the schools... Okay. in the United States in 20, from 2022 to 2023 okay 44% that of low. teachers reported that they were assaulted that sounds low 26% said that they were threatened with violence but did not receive violence that sounds low too and another 20% stated that they did not report it um, well that's that's it you add the non reporting so put in the assault the threat and the non reported that is 96 Oh, yeah
1: because there's there's there is no there is no punishment for the crime None. for for youth None. and juveniles and I believe a lot of the school districts
0: are completely underreporting a lot of that oh absolutely now here's another thing number one reason that school bus drivers quit for public school systems misbehavior and assault on the bus well I would park the bus take the key out and walk number one reason for quitting. <laughs> um, you get to this, you get to, you get to the other stuff and you talk about the the number, well, okay, if parents are more involved. We know if parents are more involved, there's going to be something. And they've, they've talked about, you know, the single family or the single parent household and so on. In 1980. That doesn't mean there's yeah, no discipline yeah. or In discipline. 1980, it should it be was like out. between fluctuated between nine and 12% with single family. It's, more than tripled since then we're up around over 30 percent 32 percent for single family homes but the rate of violence has gone up far beyond that. the percentages don't match yeah I mean, it, it's
1: not it's not a parallel track yeah it's it's no.
0: sad when that happens but it's not it's not the same thing It's no. it's so there there may be something to do with that single single parents work their butts off but here's the statistic that bothered me. I decided to dig through and I went to all these different. Uh, teachers' pages. The percentage of parents that attend student or parent or parent-teacher conferences. Oh, let me guess. Forty-nine percent. Why did not you let me guess first? I because it, it, we could have gone on with that. No. Forty-nine less, just a little bit less than half. Well, and what was the reasoning for that? But you know what? They they don't have any one given reason because all the students take home notices. It's on the school's web pages. Emails get sent to the parents, and so on. Uh, they there there's that mm. lack the the lack of involvement. Yeah. Now there's there's other studies that are out there. Are we I'm the last in-
1: generation to uh, put effort into our our children's education and what they're doing in school and what uh, you know? What is going on in the school district? Who, what are they going to be teaching?
0: It's kind of a protracted question. I want to say that we're amongst the last of the generation where that was the larger percentage. There are still many parents that I speak to because, as you know, I'm engaged in education. Um, there's still folks that I speak to that, I mean, they are really focused on their kids' education. So I started looking up some other studies. And I'm not going to cite the specific groups because I'm not going to start splitting hairs. But the the general gist of it is of the number of students that are failing in the public schools in the junior, senior, high level, the number of them that are failing, the overwhelming majority, 85 plus percent, the parents blame the schools. The schools aren't doing enough to make sure that the child does their homework. The schools aren't doing enough to make sure that the child does independent study. Last time I what is checked, the, Carl, what, what is the, were the teachers what, going home with the students to what do what the, the parents were yeah, supposed to do? What is the obligation of the parent? Uh, apparently, is with these students that are failing, uh, um, not too much. Nothing absolutely nothing. Yeah. And you know, I and I, I don't want to get really greedy. I mean, it's really, a really fun episode really, but it's it's interesting to look at the change that was yeah. there.
1: And if you really if you really drill down some more is to why I don't have a percentage in front of me, uh, but why is the numbered percentage of homeschooling gone up in the last 4 years?
0: Ah, oh, I have actually read several different web pages about And I'm not
1: talking that. about, you know, COVID you know, yep. like home has to time go up after in COVID school. Because of stuff, yeah, but, but I, you know, a lot of parents figured out that I could do a better job
0: of, you know. Yeah, I have having, several. I have several friends across the U.S. that actually homeschooled or are homeschooling now. That was very low and, percentage uh, when I was in school. Yeah, it was tiny. Tiny. T- I mean, if if you had somebody that was uh, had an yeah. immune issue and they couldn't mingle, or there was some sort of mobility or developmental issue. That was common. But as far as the um, typical, average, healthy uh, American child, right. it was very low. It's going up because they don't trust the quality of the education and the safety in the public schools.
1: And no, that, that's
0: the number one reason. That, now, these are parents that what they've expressed directly to me because they say, oh, I'm, I'm homeschooling my kids. I pick at pick their brains. I want to know what, what the drive is, what they have to do. And there's some pretty high bars they have to meet. Yeah. There's scheduled exams, there's material, there's uh, curriculum reviews, and so forth. Yep. Um, and
1: it's a better learning environment because yep. there is, you know, yep. your parent staring over your shoulder rather than, you know, you know, Mrs. McGillicuddy, you know, in the front of the room and just passing out assignments or writing on the board, right. read pages, you know, 67 through 100,
0: and then put your heads down and go to sleep. Yep. Now, back when I was working in Buffalo as a paramedic, I was in uh, a a major uh, emergency medical services uh, establishment, and I was involved in the Department of Education and Training. And part of that was going into the Buffalo public schools um, and other surrounding schools in order to, you know, tell them about, you know, safety and and different things. It was just little, you know, just, uh, hey, we have a special guest today, you're going to come in and talk. When the teachers were in the room, The children behaved. The moment if the teacher stepped outside to like take a breath, absolute chaos. And I'm going to be the old guy. I'm going to be the complaining old guy. Okay. I don't know why any parent in their right mind would let their children leave the house dressed as they were. I mean, uh, (laughs) they're not there? (laughs) Uh, you know, I, I realize that torn jeans are a style, but we're not talking about torn jeans. We're talking about, um, we'll, we'll just say. So the explicit uni- clothing, leaving not much to the imagination, which led to interactions between the students under my watchful eye that I had to separate up. I mean, it's it's ridiculous. Well, that's why a lot of schools are going to uniforms. Well, and then you have you have another thing. And let's talk about the, the uh, issue that we talked about uh, several episodes back with one of our guests. And that is the, the, the number of our children that are actually malnourished in the schools. Well, it's, it's just not,
1: you know, something that is really talked about too much. We do have, um, in New York State, you know, fortunately, we do have uh, food Uh, programs you know breakfast and lunch for everybody in new york state schools now yeah Uh, our our friend bill conrad uh was part of the new york state assembly that uh shoved that through and made sure that that was uh going to happen because food you know especially in the morning and lunch uh that is such a distraction you know of, of to have hunger and have four, hunger four out of ten carl that's two out of ten it, it shouldn't it shouldn't be one out of it's a hundred, hundred. not in this yeah, not no. in this nation not in this state well, absolutely not
0: the other I, one of the things that was was talked about uh was that there there's a stigma to going to school for breakfast like oh you're one of those poor kids well you know what uh, there's there's no reason for anyone and, you know, to, to be below the poverty line and starving and, and no. unclothed because there's too many programs out there.
1: Yes, there's so. a lot. There's a lot of uh, you know you can call them safety nets or uh, programs to help out those in, in true need. But it when you just have it as a blanket, everyone qualifies for lunch. Everyone qualifies yeah. for breakfast. Go get it. And then they also have some school districts are blessed to have a lot of uh, local local pantries and uh, food banks that will have prepared bags for either an extended break or for the weekends.
0: Yeah. Well there was there was uh, some some scuttlebutt in the last uh, couple of uh, the year before COVID hit actually. And uh, we still have that on the wall. We still got the seven, calendar up from 20 yeah, March 18th 20 of, 18th of March 2020 is when they shut down my training center. Um But it had to do with a couple of different things. Well, like when the student, they knew the student was on the program, but they forgot the program card. So there was a few schools here locally, not in the city of Tonawanda, a few schools here locally that, okay, well, you forgot your, your card. We know you qualify for free lunches, but because you didn't bring your card, you're getting the cheese sandwich and the bag of chips. So when you when you exited the line and went out, everybody knew that you were getting the hand slap. You were getting the cheese sandwich because you forgot your card.
1: And that's you know, and that's a that's that's very poor adulting. To
0: so horrible. horrible, horrible. That's a horrible job. That
1: that you know, you know, take me to a dark place. And what should happen to adults who put down children, who through no fault of their own can't have a decent meal? Can't have a decent, you know, set of clothes, and shoes, or whatever it is—warm clothes, boots, mittens, hats, whatever it is that they they truly need. There's needs and there's wants, but when you, when you, put a child into a position of mockery or being
0: put down, um, yeah, I go to a dark place. Yeah, yeah, and absolutely. and that that was there was another thing that came up with this, and that is, now there is more, uh, mental hygiene care in our grade schools now. Um, As there should be, but then at the same time, yep. New York State. There, there's some things I don't completely agree with personally, yeah. and that's well. For example, with this with this scuttlebutt that happened at uh, uh, the the Hillcrest High School, um, part of their program is this this you know you uh, you engage with you know your victim and you sit down and uh, you discuss you know the the ramifications of, of boo boo feelings and so on and. Um, this is supposed to to make them a better person. Listen, if you're a bully that's willing to punch a cop in the back of the head, nothing. There, there is yeah, no. You don't care about boo-boo feelings. Yeah, there, there's no
1: victim-perpetrator yeah. uh, face-to-face yeah. meeting that is going to solve anything. So, any so of what that.
0: I'm saying, I'm not saying that psych, psychological assistance isn't needed. I'm just saying it's not the one-size-fits-all. No. And that's what you're using. Everything's going to be psychology. Everything, everything. Listen, you know, back... Back when you and I were were, uh, knee-high to a grasshopper, there was something, especially in New York State, if you were convicted of a serious crime, they would sentence you to a long-term in prison, but that's not where it stopped. There was a term that was added to it. It was called hard labor. You got 20 years, hard labor. That meant you were experiencing the consequences for your heinous actions for a long time. Yeah, and now it's no, no. Uh, we're going to rehabilitate you by sitting you down and explaining to you why what you did was wrong. Until you admit it was wrong, then you apologize, yeah. and then we're going to let you free again. Yeah. So the reoccurrence of crime is nuts. Yeah. Well, nuts. Well, that's that. That's one thing. But you know, you
1: have to get to the conviction stage first. First, they're. First, the laws were changed, you know, basically it's a catch and release, you know, catch them doing something and give them an appearance ticket and hope that they come back, you know, to go through a trial or sentencing or whatever.
0: I was reading another article here. There was a uh, student in an unnamed institution um, because it is local here and I'm not going to stir up scuttlebutt. Uh, he, he wouldn't get off his cell phone in class. So the teacher went to remove his cell phone, and this large jock gave him a left hook, dropped him to the ground, then grabbed the teacher's computer and smashed it. Now, that sounds horrible, because it is. The problem was is that the student had been returned to school after a suspension for violence. Not his first, not his second. But his third, just this year, it's not even December, folks.
1: No. In a couple of days, it'll be December. So,
0: I, you know, what I'm driving at here is I'm, I'm going to try to pull this all together. We have many, we have many we just, issues that are just not yeah. being dealt with we're, we're the not. way they
1: used to be. Yeah. And it just seems to be, you know, it's, it's more the norm than not to have these multiple incidents at schools. And the the underreporting of uh, violence
0: in schools is horrendous. horrendous. What what I'm pointing at is that, you know, we have a society where we have rampant crime, rampant drug addiction, which is integrated with that, rampant depression. um, And when it gets back to the schools where they're young enough to be, uh, let's just say, cultivated into, into society... Better when they when they should be punished for doing things wrong, rewarded for doing things good, and not everybody gets a trophy just for showing up. If you do it at the early age, don't you think the crime rates and the drug addiction rates and the divorce rates and the violence rates would have, go down? Everything well, which is why
1: gun permits are up over you know seventy five percent you know since uh, July. Yeah, hey,
0: look at the age group though. Yeah. That's that's with our age group within twenty years. And it's, it's the, the folks like us that are, are seeing these figures and being concerned. All right. So, Carl, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put you on the spot. Okay. You're going to open up Carl's uh, Junior High School. Junior? Okay. Yeah. Yep.
1: All right. Right
0: there in Delaware Road. Yep. Uniforms, yes or no? Uh, When I was in? No, 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 no. No, no. You're no. opening up a brand new, oh. brand new. We're going to give it Carl's Charter Junior oh, High okay. School.
1: Oh, I like that.
0: Are they going to have polo shirts or full uniforms or... Come I, as you are. No, I, w- I would say probably a
1: uh, dark-colored uh, uh, docker pant, black or navy blue, and a contrasting uh, polo shirt. Yeah, probably burgundy everybody, same, right? burgundy. everybody looks the same. Burgundy. Everybody okay. looks the same. Burgundy or a green, uh,
0: yeah. Um, Certainly. Importance of sports programs at that age. Now, we're talking, when we say junior high school, we're talking grades 7 through 9. That's when children are... Presumed to be still able to be rehabilitated if they're going down a. I would. Ground. I oh yes, lots of
1: e- either either like non physical activities or physical activities. Certainly, absolutely. What's a non physical sport? Uh, like shuffleboard. I, no, I you know like a game. Oh okay, all right, right. Know, Like a game, something something mind something that you know exercises your mind. Uh, a lot of kids can't exercise their physical bodies, mm-hmm. so you have to have something for them, and I would say. Uh, a game, not like a video game I'm talking about you know like something structurally like you put something together something that you would engineer and put together and realize yes that works and no it doesn't work. Um, not similar or dissimilar from like a science fair or an engineering fair. you know build a bridge out of popsicle sticks that will hold you know a watermelon there you go. Uh, something like that something you that you actually have to use a skill set that you don't currently have but as you go along you learn it. Okay, what about failure?
0: musical program?
1: Oh, absolutely, music, music, music helps everything uh, within, within the uh, learning structure. It helps, it, it makes your brain a little bit more attuned to maths and sciences when you're playing an instrument or learning beats and reading music and following along with you know, a
0: conductor. That's all, that's all math okay. to me, uh, helpful. Mandatory foreign language. Two years, at least one. Okay. Yeah. Uh, now, back when you and I were again back in school, we I had, dark had something. Hair we had something called industrial arts. We had yes, ceramic shop, electric shop, wood shop, metal shop, print shop, and photography. Uh, and that that was I'm trying to think if you missed any, but go ahead. Yeah, those 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 were the big primary industrial arts. Certainly, these schools have eliminated the industrial arts programs, and they claim it's well, it's insurance liability and in this and that. Last I checked, we weren't losing any fingers back in these programs. No, I did or have a teacher. I I did have a teacher that got burned
1: on a soldering iron that was left unattended. Okay,
0: that was you know eighth grade importance the, of Paul Steinley. I still remember the day. Let's 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 take it to the micro venue. Um, how important is it to have the industrial arts in those grades? Well, it it's it starts you out on your way to
1: either figuring out hey, I'm going to be a good you you know. Doctor, surgeon, dentist, or, you know, maybe I'm more interested in using my hands and brain to have, you know, be a plumber, an electrician, you know, a drywall guy, a glazer, an engineer, a carpenter. Okay, you now know, tell me things, things like that.
0: Carl's Charter Junior High School. Yes. Cell phone policy. Go. Take the whole thing. From, start to, from soup to nuts. Cell phone policy. They're... You know, if you want to bring one to school, you put it in a
1: box and it goes into the uh, office. And if your phone rings, somebody will get a hold of the teacher. I mean, we didn't have cell phones. When, when, like, we had an emergency at home or, you know, something was going on that we had to know between the hours of 830 and 345, they would ring the office and a note would be passed to the teacher, you know, Mr. Sarah, can you come to the front
0: of the room? Go to the office. There's, there's a message for you Yeah. There. There's yeah. no need for a phone. I was watching a a, uh, <laughs> a woman with children uh, on, a, on a video, and it was at one of the local um, school board meetings, screaming that her child needs to have that cell phone on the child, on identifying gender here, uh, in case the parent needed to reach them an emergency during the day and in my head I'm screaming going call the office. Don't have the office's phone number? Yeah. But since when do you circumvent the school system when your child? That's their job. That's that's the entitlement of a lot of folks that they
1: have to have what they want and not so much the general good. It's it's what's important to them. It's what's important, you know, to them. You know, as far as like pushing that down to their children, what's important to their children? Catch, you know I mean? catch you, one of your students with a cell phone in Carl's Charter Junior High School. Phone, the phone gets taken away, and when they come back three days later after being suspended, we'll check them again.
0: Oh, you would suspend them for breaking rules? Yeah. Oh my. Yeah. Well, How they, archaic they, of you. I, well, <laughs> you know what? No, I agree. I do agree. There, there
1: were, uh, you know, there were worst suspensions. You know, there was in-school suspension, and everybody knew it was you because you're oh, yeah. sitting in a chair outside the office yep. of the vice principal, so it was pretty easy to figure out, yeah. oh, you did something, you
0: dumbass. There, there were enough in-school suspensions during during my little uh, festival there in, in high school where there was a room that was assigned, and the teachers during the breaks were bringing in homework and study work yeah. for these kids to do, do. something. Yeah, study hall. And, uh, you know, and it was... All right, now I'm going to get to uh, something near and dear to my heart. Is my school
1: done being built? No, 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 oh no, 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 no. You're not oh done. On. You're not oh done.
0: Carol, you remember back in the day when you got into the lunch line? It was food. It was prepared food. It was not not always what we would call in modern terms nutritious food because there were things like butter. Does ketchup cheese. count as a vegetable? Uh, only if you put it in hot water with pepper and call it soup. I get um, but nowadays, everything comes off of that big refrigerator truck and it's microwave, platter it, dump it on a plate and go. A lot of it? Yes, but not all of it, almost
1: all of it. Um, all right,
0: why, well, even the applesauce, the jello. I don't think they make the jello. The jello comes with seals on top of it now. It's coming off of the truck. Well, that was part of the that was part of the
1: growing up and going to elementary school is that you got to walk past the cafeteria and you could smell what was yeah. cooking.
0: You could smell like the it.
1: gravy. You could smell the turkey being uh, the turkey was roasted. Up. The
0: beef was being roasted. The ham was the, being roasted. The chicken was being fried. Yep. The, the rice was were pretty uh, instant, but you know, they, but the rice was being cooked. Yeah. They made the pudding fresh. They re- yep. they made real Jello in a real pan using a refrigerator, and now it's literally it's high sodium, high GMO stuff. But that, so in Carl School,
1: in Carl's School, wow. You know that now you're just adding to costs, but you have to you have to accept that cost as being part of doing business. Or are you going to pass that along to the parents and oh, saying they're Carl. almost going to get a
0: home cooked meal? Carl, Carl, I just dragged you in kicking and screaming. That was an ambush question, Carl, and you didn't even see it coming. I am not. am not opposed to mashed potatoes being instant. prepared prepared food. Is an average of forty-five percent higher in cost than that made from scratch. Forty-five percent. Well, yeah. Where the cost change came in was where are you gonna find these people to do the cooking that know the cooking? They didn't change the staffing levels. No. They just changed what you had to do. So now it's microwave and boil it, microwave and boil it and serve it. But
1: I don't you know what? I would really like to find out what the percentage is again. Of that,
0: now here's the other statistic that I looked up, and it seems now that you actually two different statistics I looked up. The change in daily diet seems to correlate. The number now this is not just in the school. This is in the homes. When we got to the two-income families, instead of having one parent that was the stay-at-home parent, Um, it became that you know the the kids were on their own after school, and there wasn't as much time to make dinner. As prepared foods went up, childhood obesity and adult obesity in the United States parallel exactly to each other. And nobody's really... I haven't been able to find a study that puts those two side by side. I put it side by side. And you're within one percentage point each year as you go along. There has to be a correlation. We're we're producing fat, violent, lazy... Disrespectful, video watching, video game playing, video game obsessed, uh, calling their parents by their first name, children. Well, there's there's no repercussions for any yeah. of that. It's they're just, not little people; they're kids. Kids are children. Oh God, I sound like the I sound like the angry old man shaking his fist from the park bench, don't I?
1: Well, you might sound a little bit like it, but you're not. Uh, no well, i got a ponytail so you're just you're <laughs> just you're just presenting you know a, a lot of thoughts that a lot of people and not just you know conservative minded folks but a lot of people are having when they hear that you know the outbreaks of multiple fights in a day in a school multiple outbreaks of fights you know anywhere i mean you go to you go to a sporting event there's probably just as much action in the stands, as there are on the field. Oh, the parents! Of I these. went. Oh. I went the last game. The last game oh. I went. Last, you know, I'm a season ticket holder. You know, of our beloved Buffalo Bills, and yes, you happen to be wearing you're probably your only Buffalo Bills gear.
0: But it is, I, it is. I, I, and uh, I'm proud that I finally bought one this year. It's,
1: okay, but but you know, like the Jets fans, um, you know, were marching around, you know, in the stadium and coming in, you know, and, and going, you know, like before they got to their seats are all around Jets, Jets, J E T, and and of course the response from a lot of the Buffalo Bills fans is, you know, go Bills and hey hey. But then, you know, it, it became more like after the third quarter, a lot of the banter turning into physical. Oh yeah. Pushing oh, yeah. Pushing and shoving and you know throwing of you know empty pizza boxes, and you know if if you fill up or don't empty out one of those eighteen ounce beer cans a lot, you get wet. You get wet with one of those. You know, smooshed it into your face. It, you're gonna feel it, and then yeah. So even without the alcohol, that has moved into our our high school uh, stadiums. They have to. Yeah, they ask you for ID now when you're going into a stadium, but like for a, you know, like for a football game out here in Kenmore, you know, Buffalo or whatever, you know, they want they want ID.
0: I was at a. Uh, why? I was at a soccer game uh, back when my kids were in in uh, high school here, and there was a uh, unmentioned southern tier school that was coming, and uh, the the parents were of this of this team from the southern tier. They were. Uh, Dressed in the, the team colors, they had the logos going, they had everything going, and but they're they're uh, they were quite animated, and which is fun, which is fun to a point, until the opposing team's goalie let one slip past. Now the score we were losing five to zero. Okay, so I had some wiggle room there. Oh yeah. <laughs> so uh, our school got. One that, I mean, it was an impossible shot to block. I found out who the parent of that team's goalie was when he stood up and screamed at the top of his lungs, and I'll clean it up, folks. You let another one of those GD <clears throat> balls go by. Don't bother effing coming home. We're leaving you here. Huh. And Oh, uh, well, there's a life lesson. I just, and, and not alone... The other parents around him were cheering him for saying that. It's like, wow. Yeah that that would be my last game played as a student. You know what that is? That that's somebody who did very poorly in high school and living and vicariously and, and, yeah, through living their vicariously kid. through his son's athletic program. Yeah. Uh, never or the never, lack of. Yeah, never got past the fact that he only made you know JV or something. Yeah. Um,
1: but yeah, I mean, you could look at a lot of things. You know, school sports. You know, like little league baseball games. Eight nine year old kids. You know, playing little league. You know, like uh, coach pitching or whatever. Those stands erupt with the worst vile language. You, you know, I I you would think that you were like in a Marine barracks. I mean, some some of these folks, they just take it. They just and we all we all see some of the news reports about you know like some parent running out onto the uh, basketball court and, and assaulting a referee or a referee at a football game or you know students it it's just it hasn't peaked yet we haven't we haven't peaked yet as far as the the physical violence towards officials or or physical violence towards a, another fan from an opposing team or what have you with it it's just getting worse because all they want to do is just separate the people if they do get arrested it's you know the catch and release you know, it's an appearance ticket, it's pled down to a misdemeanor because the courts are full of other things that, you know, take precedent besides,
0: you know, two drunks getting, you know, okay. into a brawl in a parking lot. I that, that, that particular event almost wound up in fisticuffs, not because I was threatening, but after his third time screaming foul, foul, foul language, I looked at him and said, were you not loved as a child? Yeah. And he started coming toward me, and he was stopped. Um, I, I would not have engaged, and I would have backed off. I mean, call me whatever, I would not fight in front of the children. Uh, but I was bothered by that. And that brings us to our final subject for this hour, and it actually is about our own local uh, school teams, our, our high school teams. Okay. Uh, they are they are known as the Tonawanda Warriors. Yes, currently. And um, currently. what happened is uh, – couple couple years back the head of the New York State Department of Education issued an edict a decree that said all schools that have any correlation in their team names to anything having to do with indigenous peoples shall end that by the end of 2023 i remember that yes it wasn't or lose funding or something yeah, it was... wasn't it wasn't a petition it wasn't a court case no it wasn't a civil suit it wasn't a demonstration. There wasn't a protest. Not just, that, just not that I'm aware that's of. It. I'm that's it.
1: That's it. I'm aware of nobody that brought up anything. No. There possibly could have been.
0: No. I understand somebody
1: that said, "Hey, you know, we don't want you know the the the, uh, the folks to name their team the Iroquois Warriors or the Tanoana right. Warriors or right. the Blaisdell Chiefs or whatever it might be." No. And right. now I
0: agree that when you're talking about it, when, when you make. The biggest thing had to do, apparently, with mascots. When you make fun of a person's culture in a very derogatory way, listen, that has no place. It has absolutely no place.
1: There were some, we'll call them
0: major league yeah. sports teams, baseball sure. teams. That, sure, the, the the Redskins, which is, in fact, kind of a derogatory term. It's not right anything complimentary. But the so Atlanta Braves are not. Yeah, right, exactly. So we have the Tonawana Warriors. Yes, currently. Our logo had... And, and Tonawanda literally means swift water. We are on the Niagara River. It is Tonawanda is the reference to the river running through it.
1: Yep, that's the name of the city.
0: It's the Tanawanda. Yep. And and which borders Niagara, which means thundering water. And again, because we had the Iroquois nations on a good tier, day, you can was, see the mist. Seven from here. seven different uh, Native American tribes yes. that made it up. So we were the Tonawana Warriors. We always learned that in school. Our our symbol was the T and it had a single feather on it. Yes. It's it's being eliminated. It it's is. being eliminated. Now I wanna I wanna point out I I've done my research for the last several days because this, this is a topic that's kind of near and dear to my heart. Uh, as far as the uh Iroquois nation, the qualities that made one be recognized. And decorated as a warrior. You ready? Go ahead. Patriotism, pride, courage, practicality, spirituality, and the ability to mingle among those less strong, less healthy, uh, less prominent, and make all equals. Well, those are. Good. Why are we changing the name? Well,
1: it seems like those are a lot of you know good qualities for anybody. Right.
0: Um, so what, what, I, what I, I, you know, looking at it, I'm like, okay, there, there, was, there is a loophole in it, which the loophole is if you are on Native American uh, reservation schools, I hate the term reservation, it just sounds so demeaning, like you're corralled there, uh, or if you receive authority or permission from a nation of Native Americans. And uh, I, th- I think that would be the next logical next logical route, because it's not just Native Americans that are identified as warriors. No. In the Japanese culture, the ninjas are called warriors. Um, in the, uh, uh, I wanna say the uh, Norse culture, again, the word there also means warrior. You've got the Navy SEALs calling themselves warrior. Air Force Pararescue calling themselves warrior and there's no other symbolism there. So again, even if it's not a, a, a you know, a a nod to the culture that prevails this entire region. It well it seems it, it seems Western New York it's it ridiculous open, to
1: change the I, name. You know, ridiculous. It, our you know, like we followed, you know, like tens of hundreds of generations here when we finally got here.
0: You know, yeah. We have Seneca, New York, Onondaga, New York, Cattaraugus, New York, uh, you know, Niagara.
1: The Skajakita.
0: Skajakwita. Yeah. <laughs> Erie. Erie is a Native American <laughs> Absolutely. word. All of it. Everything we have here except Buffalo. Uh, they pulled any uh, buffalo out because buffalo. buffalo used to be called New French. Amsterdam or something. Yeah.
1: We'll um, figure that
0: out. And and haven't quite figured that out. But I, I would I would encourage the folks to um if if you are as uh, moved by this this gesture of one stroke of a pen of a single individual changing the policy of every school district in the state. Um, I, I, if you happen to be well, that's, the, that's Native American. Now, my neighbors are Native Americans, and I broached the topic with them. And they said? That's the stupidest thing we ever heard. No. Why don't they ask us how we feel about it? And that is the quote well, from all of them. And that they seems were more moved by to, this well, than i was
1: that that seems to be more of the norm now that it's it's getting to, well it's it's almost it's almost a done deal because what they have done they have posted and they have sent out uh suggestions for a new name to be known as Antawananda yeah. and it's just what are well, you going to you pick? Know, you look, you know, look
0: at what we have, and it's, it's actually what, what he's done is... The canalmen?
1: You know, like the river guys? He's,
0: he's eliminated... He's not, okay, The if his focus was to take away the stuff that was not a polite, honorable. respectful, honorable okay. nod to our heritage. Sure. And it's the baby with the bathwater. He is taking away the respectful nods at the same time, and thus wiping out recognition of Native Americans... Unless it's on the reservation, I think, his words. I think there's his
1: more. words. I think there's more people that would tend to agree with your your my you know thoughts, but then there's the folks that just will say, you, you know it it doesn't make any sense. Just leave it alone. Change it, or instead of pushing back, a lot
0: of people just shrug their shoulders and say, "Well, okay." Take, take if if it's that much of a uh, concern, you know. remove the feather from the logo. There's no reason why we stood, still couldn't be called warriors. And you could even use the image of a a, uh, a Viking. The Vikings were known in their language as warriors. You could put a Viking hat there. I, when we look at the other things, I'm going to go right to Kemmer West because I'm an alumnus. What is their symbol? Our Blue devils. Blue devils. So what is it? It is a blue-colored Satan. True. Okay. Let's go to Kenmore East because we can pick on them. Okay. What are the what is Kenmore East? Oh wait a
1: minute. Let me let me let me let me back up just two seconds. West is best. East is least. Okay, go on.
0: Oh my goodness, I, folks! Uh, uh, all complaints should be addressed to uh, the attention of Carl at thetalkoftanoana.com. Now, Kenmore East has the Bulldogs. Bulldogs, which is the breed of dog known for drooling and flagulence. <laughs> okay, that's that's pretty much it. Okay. Let's go to North Tonawanda. We have the lumberjacks. Lumberjacks. What are lumberjacks known as? De- they cut, cut trees down. Descendants of Norse or, or, or those, those northern folks. And what they do is they strip the land of trees. That's their job is to strip. We have one called the Warriors. A nod and a recognition to our regional ancestry. And that's horrible. Well, the whole and, state. Well, I, I'm gonna let's let's go to Boston.
1: Is my school done?
0: Yeah, let's okay. go to Boston. Okay, uh, everybody calls it the Boston Celtics. First off, folks, as an Irish individual, it's not Celtic; it's Celtic. But everybody calls it Celtic. They've Americanized it. Yeah, absolutely. And, How dare and, they? And what do we have at Notre Dame? Uh, fighting Irish. The Fighting Irish. And what's the symbol? A uh, little fighting. Irish a, leprechaun, a leprechaun, a leprechaun wearing a green outfit, a bow tie, and a pilgrim hat, with his fists up, goatee beard on, ready to punch somebody's lights out. Okay. Okay. So, so the warriors. I don't think with a feather. I don't think is offensive to the world. The fighting Tanawandians right. was was a choice, but representing an entire nation of people, the nation of Ireland, is. <clears throat> Leprechauns in green outfits. Fighting. Goatees, red goatees. Right. Ready to punch your eyes out. Okay. Um, That's not supposed to be offensive. I mean, we could split hairs here, folks. And and maybe I am. I'm not not trying to put too fine a point on this, but Tanoana Warriors is a nod. It literally means the Swift River Warriors. This... Jingbat at the top of the food chain in the system in New York that signed this edict. Um, but how resigned. but But Just you, resigned.
1: But you don't know what the pushback was from any individual school district that said, no, we're going to keep it. And then they came back and says, well, if yeah, sure, keep it, but you're not going to get any state aid. Because they built right. that into the— uh, right into the policy and right. the,
0: the law. That's the threat. If you don't go by one person's will and authority, yeah. we're going to punish you by taking away money that was collected from the taxpayers right. and punish you that way. Yeah. Because well, a lot of the, a lot of that person. Person. A lot of money
1: from from you know like that goes to schools comes from, you know, many different sources. Sure. Federal, you know, I'll make a joke here get ready to laugh, the lottery. <laughs> 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 oh
0: boy see I, don't get me started that's, a whole, told, right that's, a, that's a whole nother show right there new york show.
1: state lottery gives money to the schools yeah.
0: <laughs> wouldn't yeah. you love to
1: follow the money on that be a be a forensic you know
0: auditor yeah, for follow like, the bounce just beach just for a
1: governor's day. office yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> so remember they used to sell it as that yeah, yeah, that's, that's how they got it passed. When it, for, I remember yep. when it became legal to, to have the lottery in New York State. It's going to fund our schools. It's better for our children's education yep. if you gamble away your and, children's and, inheritance. And your
1: school taxes will go down because we'll have all this money. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you didn't tell me this is a comedy show. Oh, my goodness. Well, all right, well, okay, folks, we are fast approaching. Uh, believe it or not, uh, we are uh, eight seconds away from a full hour on this. Carl... Okay. Carl, you know they 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 like the the edgy stuff with the the kids' set stuff. I like it. I, you know, it's a it's fine. Bit of grit. Yep. And um, next year, after uh,
1: January first, we're even going to put a sharper edge. We're gonna we're gonna both of us are going to get out our uh, our little uh, sharpening stones. I'm going to get out my little
0: wheel, and I'm going to put such an edge on an axe. We are. I'm going to give them a a little hint. Yep. Folks, come come January. Our first show for the year is going to cover the topic of municipal investment in solar energy programs and the foibles and myths are going to be dispelled. Yeah. We're not getting partisan. No, we're just being public. Yeah. We're going to we're going to we're going to put it together and we're going to let you
1: know and we're going to we're going to give you a place to go and you can do your own lookups. We'll do all the homework for you. All, all we're going to ask all you is... All the heavy lifting. All the all heavy, li- heavy lifting. Yeah. We're just going to ask you to just follow along. We're going to tell you how to think. Yeah. No.
0: <laughs> if you don't know how to think, yeah, that's, that's think, it.
1: Think, think like us. And, and thanks again, Frank, for uh, your time putting this together. Is your blood pressure up a little bit? Did oh, I get you excited? Pulse, I don't know. Pulse, pulse I, I'm, not ready, I'm not ready to remove a, a layer of warm clothes, but I, I, w- I would say that, yeah. And, and there's so many things that are going on in, in Tanawanda that are, are good and positive. Um, the nice, uh, folks at the, uh, Emanuel church here in the city of Tonawanda, uh, don't forget the first Monday of the month. Uh, they are hosting again, a community breakfast. It's free from nine to 11.
0: Wonderful folks there. On the, Wonderful on the
1: folks. corner of Scott street and William street. Go check it out. You'll, you'll get a great meal. Um, and you could sit down and just enjoy a nice free breakfast, uh, if you want to, you know, donate, you know, something toward it, fine. If you don't, that's okay too. It's a free breakfast for the community. And the other thing that's going on with them is that they're going to, um, reconstitute their, their men's club over there just for, uh, just for some fellowship, hang around. Uh, they're going to be, you know, like having, you know, like a, a cornhole tournaments or be having, you know, like a sports night or a Bison's game or what have you. Uh, that sounds like a great time. Uh, they're going to be hosting a ham raffle uh, sometime before Easter, and that's in progress and in the works right now. I'm going to help them out with that.
0: Let's not uh, forget I this, will is have the, uh, uh, this is the first weekend of the month, which means our local Salvation Army is doing their uh, drive-through food pantry again. Yep, Friday. Uh, for folks in need. It's a tough time. The Friday the bills 2nd. Are going up, yeah. so, uh, uh, and that usually, once the uh, once the big uh, truck arrives, Ten um, ish, but we uh, yeah. you're encouraged to start lining up by by ten o'clock. Uh, City Tanawanda Fire Department Fire Police Division will be out there uh, coordinating and directing traffic again oh. to make sure everybody oh, gets through nice. safely and getting your cars loaded. Um, you know what? De- December first. Are we doing a uh, Santa right out here at the uh, Clinton Park?
1: Clinton Park, right here, right right next to us here. It's uh, it's a wonderful night. Santa Claus shows up on a fire truck, uh, greets all the kiddies. Hands out a candy cane or two, and have they have some hot chocolate available uh, right here, some snacks, some caroling, singing, the lighting of Clinton Park. They're doing hay rides this year. I don't know if it's a hay ride, you know, Or a wagon ride. ride. Wagon rides. It's a wagon ride. Yeah, they do. Okay. Yeah, that'll so, be going on, you
0: know, pulled by one of the tractors on Main Street. If you want Main to your Street, uh, GPS, it is the corner of Clinton Street and Broad Street in the city of Tonawada. It's the old... Uh, City Square, it's got the old timey gazebo there and everything. And it's always yeah, uh, just a wonderful.
1: Undergoing time some uh, undergoing some underground uh, utility work, but they're going to fix the uh, bocce ball courts that were torn up and damaged. So they'll they'll be fixed, uh, guaranteed it. You know for <laughs> for the for the spring season to start, uh, but there's so many things. You know uh, it's a wonderful night is the first uh, Friday coming up, and that'll be on. Main Street, we have lots of vendors there and just so many activities for the kids. Caroline, they're going to have coloring books handing out. They're going to have. Tons uh, of stuff. I mean, just, oh, just, just you cops. know, pop going and see our, our good friends at Disc Golf there in the old uh, Legion Hall.
0: There. By, by the way, folks, we're gonna, it's, it's not all going to be grit shows. We're, we're not changing format. We're just making sure that we do some of these grit shows. We're still going to be talking with. Uh, Local organizations yep. and businesses and business owners and uh, all these different things yeah. that go on because we got some wonderful stuff going on in and around the city of Taiwan. Yeah. go about go
1: see the folks. Uh, go see the folks at the Elks Lodge on the second, starting about uh, like yes. five o'clock. Rocking with Santa. Bring an unwrapped toy for your admission to that, and enjoy a, a nice evening of some uh, good good music and tunes. And the bar's open and the kitchen's uh, open for your
0: orders and fun. Serving serving peppermint. Uh, uh margaritas are they serving those no I, probably i imagine so yeah, that was a great Carl time. let's let's put a bow on this Carl our our uh, pro, well, we're going to get more episodes in in december i've Absolutely yeah because uh, we haven't even touched on so no. much other stuff and I, and
1: matter. since i'll be and since i'll have a lot more uh free time <laughs> That I'll be able to do a lot more uh, investigative uh, reports.
0: Investigative, dee, 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 dee. we're gonna have to come with your special background music for Can we? The, the Carl's investigative report. I love those.
1: And, and yeah, and, and once again, since it's Thanksgiving season and we're rolling into uh, Christmas uh, season, and everybody's got a few uh, gifts and things that they would uh, like to uh, have on their mind and have on their, their list, is don't forget our food pantries, don't forget our, our clothes pantries, don't forget uh our folks that are in need the need as we talked about earlier um for food our food insecurities it's it's real um you can us down a little bit like a telephone you, you could make you could make it you could make a difference even you if you make weed. a difference of just something um a, you know a, a a bag of returnable bottles and cans
0: Absolutely. that that we
1: do all the time um, reach out um return those and just uh, turn the money in and do not pass if you if it's all possible do not pass a salvation army red kettle without throwing in you know uh, a, a couple bucks a quarter a nickel a dime a yeah, penny the klinger buckets are out there and those people are volunteering their time yeah, to do that and and thanks to them and the salvation army for everything that they do not just only this time of year but throughout the entire year of helping uh, folks out and that's all I got. And, and just Frank, uh happy holiday season to you, and I'll see you in a couple weeks or a week. Yeah. And yeah. uh or yeah.
0: sooner, you never know. Best
1: of best of luck to you. All
0: right. Uh, and just uh one last uh salute. Um City of Volunteer Fire Department, Union Hook and Ladder Company, uh number one. Uh, lost a long-term member, long time member. Mr. Ronald Witt passed away recently. Um he is represented us at the state. He's been in the state chaplain corps and so on. Uh, So to uh, Ron, rest in peace to his family. Uh, Thanks for letting him be a part of us for so many years. Uh, This has been the talk of Tonawanda. You want to reach us? Our email is the talk of Tonawanda at gmail.com, all lowercase, all one word. And uh, as you know, we do read those things and we do respond. And, uh, I am going to try to see if we can encourage another country. It worked the last time. I'm going to toss in a name and see if it comes up. Norway. 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 We know you're there. Yes. We want to speak with the Weegians. Um, Sure. Send us a, drop us a line. Because when when I used another country's name a few shows back, they did pop up a few days later. Okay. They they were listening. Uh, Maybe it's a search engine. All right. Thanks, folks. And uh, we will be talking to you soon. So, Carl, thank you so much. And we'll be talking to you all very, very soon. Take care, everybody.